still on call. So Brad don't get a call. These are the times when you get them when it starts raining and somebody got a roof leak. And you'll see it come through a sprinkler head and they'll think their sprinkler head's leaking. But really it's the roof. I can't tell you how many calls I've been to for that. got much tonight. I think I'll be doing, like Brother Trace said, sometimes a lot of reading tonight. But it's good to read the word. It says faith comes from hearing the word. You hear the word. Sometimes you got to hear it. Not just read your Bible. You can hear it in an audio Bible too, listening to it. It's, it's different. Sometimes it comes different to you. But it's good. Either way. Any way you can get the word, I say. But uh, if you got your Bibles, uh, turn to Luke twelve twenty-two. You know, I know we hear that pre hear this preached a lot here at this church, and pretty much anywhere we go is this church is very important. It's important. It'll keep you. It'll keep you right where you need to be. It'll keep you filled up. I I, re- I read this today, and I, I took a little screenshot of it, and I thought it was I'll read it tonight because it's. It's really good, and uh, and it is uh, uh, it says ten things automatically happen when you attend your church on Sunday. <clears throat> it says you show where your priorities are. Where's your priorities at? Are they with God? Are they with? If any time you get invited to anything on Sunday or Wednesday, is that I'm there or I'm at church? Where are your priorities at? Where's God at? Is God on the back corner? Is God on, like Brett Chase preached the other? Is he on the shelves? Is God just there whenever, like a little genie, you rub the bottle whenever you, you're in trouble and that's what you need and God's there? I hope not. God's bigger than that. He's better than that. Amen. And he wants to be more in your life, more than we, the eye have not seen nor the ear heard nor have entered into the hearts of men. Well, God has prepared for those that love him. He's got something prepared for our lives. And if we'll just yield to it, if I'll just yield more, if me, if I'll just yield more to him, He'll do so much more for me. He's got so much more planned for me than I have for my life. He says that I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. At Jeremiah 29, 11, he, he's, got, he's got good thoughts. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His, way, for his ways are higher than our ways. Is it for us to understand? Not all the time. No, sometimes you may never understand the things that you go through. Maybe You sometimes may never understand the things you go to until you get to heaven. You may never understand. And, and sometimes it's just not for us to understand or just to be obedient to, you know, like that song they got us sometimes, or in the Bible it says you got an Isaac in your way. Some of us might have an Isaac in our way, and God's testing us and trying us to see what we're going to do with it. And he, and he just wants us to get that Isaac out of our way, that we can, we can keep going forward with him. Never look, hey, forgetting those things which are behind us and focus on those things which are ahead. Hey, he says, I press towards the mark. The mark is in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is our mark. Man, I'm telling you. Number two is you get to see people you never would have seen unless you go to church. You get to see my brothers and sisters. I love who I worship with. I love, I love my church. I love the people here. I love, I love the way things work here and things run here. I like this. It is when we go to other churches and they do other things different, it is weird to us. Like, well... But that's just the way they do it. I ain't saying they're wrong. It's just it's just different to me. I like I like the way we run, we do our church. 
Uh, number three, your pastor is encouraged by just seeing you in your place. You think it, it doesn't encourage him? I'm, I know he wonders where we're at when we're not here. I know he thinks about us. and I know he prays for us. So I know it's a thought in his mind. Where could that be? Is this the last time I've said, was last time, the last time I'll see him again? Just like when you go to those camp meetings and those, those little camps, is that the last time you're going to see that person? Are they going to give up? Are they going to stop? Is this it? Is it over with this time? I, I know that's a, thought, that's a thought in my mind. Man, I, I know, I've watched the devil just take people and just pull them right on out. And it's, I know we preach this a lot, but it needs to be preached because, man, you could get just torn away real quick. Real quick. I'm talking about like that. We're talking about people that have been in the faith way longer than I have, longer than Brother Tracy has. Man, it says in the, in the end, the very elect will be deceived. Man, we're talking about people who have been prayed up for years. We're talking about people who have been saved for years. People that you never thought would fall. He said the very elect. Will this be the last time I see you, Billy? Nope. Mason, John, Jesse, Brother Larry, Robert, Ms. Preezy. We're going to see each other again. I, I want you all to keep in the fight, keep in the faith. There's a fight. There's a battle going on. Man, and, and, and you know what? This flesh will fight you worse than that devil will sometimes, man. My own self. Now, I know how we are. We'll get in our own heads. We'll get in our heart, and we'll start listening to our heart. But the heart is deceitful, and above all else, desperately wicked. Who can know it? Don't follow your heart. Follow God. Is this the last time we'll see each other? I pray not. Man, because I know how tricky it is to come in here and the devil got that one. And you never know who he's going to get. That's why, we, that's why this is preached so much. The church is so important, man. Would that one time you slip and miss, would that be it? Is that it? I hope not. Number four, your opportunities of serving in your church goes up. It goes up. You get to do something. You get to put something back into your church that's putting something into you. I preached this before, but... If you ain't got no skin in the game, then you won't care about what happens. Right. You get some skin in the game, then you're going to really care about what happens here. You start putting in work in your church. You start putting in, 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 in ministries and things that are going on at the church and activities that are going on in the church. You're going to care what happens here. But if you ain't got no skin in the game, it won't matter. It won't, won't count to a hill of beans what happens. It'll be important to you. I'm telling you, when you build something, when you, when you build something, it's very important to you. When you're putting something together, it's important to you. And that's what you need to do with your church. You need to build with it. You need to come together and build with it. But if you don't, you probably won't care what happens there. But the opportunities of serving your church, they will go up by not missing. You hear number five, you hear the word preached and you get fed by the word. I need to be fed. I, I, I need more of this and less of that. I need, I need my Wednesday nights. I need that because I'm, I'm, I'm getting slower and slower and slower. And I come here and I get my, get my boost and I go back out and get my feet cleaned off real quick. Get my feet brushed off real quick and I get to go back out there and step in that nastiness again. I need those things. As much as sometimes I don't want to be here because I've worked all day because I'm tired. I've got to get up at 3 in the morning. Hey, and, I, and do I miss sometimes? Yes, I miss sometimes and I get it. But I need those times. I need these doors to be open for me to know that they're here and I can come here and get cleaned up from that world, get that stickiness off my feet. Number six, you often, you often hear of a need and you have an opportunity to give. You hear of a need. It's better to give than to receive. Blessed is them that give, Jesus said. 
you hear of these needs around the church and you get to help. And that also puts some skin in the game. That also helps you build with your church. Number eight, you get to hear, you get to hear a baby's cry in the service. And instead of it getting annoying, you smile because it is the sound of a growing church. That's what we want. We want growth. Because if there ain't no young, the church is going to die off. So it's a blessing to have babies keep on coming. <laughs> Number nine, you get to sing with others and worship Jesus. Yeah, that's what we get to do. Or two or more gathered in my name, I'm the mist. Hey, when we touch and agree on something, it's going to come to pass. Number 10, you get many opportunities to put others before yourself, especially in a packed service in a parking lot. There's so many more opportunities that we don't even think about that we have when we come to church when worship with one another. There's so many different things where people can draw strength off of just seeing you here. Just seeing you here. Man, they might be, they might be going through something, but they're still here. Man, they're so faithful. I can be faithful like them. I, I, can, I can testify like them. You don't know how much you're, you're building strength. Somebody's building strength off of you. You don't know how, how much somebody's getting a little, a little extra go off of what you're doing, off of what you're just here. You don't know. It's very, it's a very good thing. It's hard to be a Christian without church. <laughs> it's hard to be a Christ follower without going to his house. <laughs> if you had a friend and you never ever went to his house, I would be like, "Well, are y'all really friends?" <laughs> we go to their houses every now and then. You know what I mean? We go to our father's house. This is his house. Okay, I'm gonna start reading in uh, Luke 12. Luke 12:22 And it says, "And he said unto his disciples, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat, neither for the body what ye shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than remnant. Consider the ravens." I heard brother Mark say, "Consider the buzzards. He feeds the buzzards. How much more do you think he's going to feed you? For they neither sow nor reap." which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you, with taking thought, can add to his stature one cubit? If ye then be not able to do that thing which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? <clears throat> Consider the lilies. Consider the lilies. How they grow, they toll not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? And seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your father knoweth that ye have need of these things. But rather seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Seek God first. Seek, seek after what God has for your life and all these things. You put God first, right. he'll, 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 he'll pour all these things all on you. Those things will come. If you'll be patient with God, hey, I'm telling you, I know for sure God will do it for you. He's done it for me. I was a wicked person. I was a nasty person. 
and he did it for me. I can't, I just can't, I can't get over when I look back to see how, how vile and nasty and, and wretched I was, man. And just in my thought process and the way God had changed me, the way he did those things for me and the way he took me out of that and, and, and separated me from those things. And I know, I know he can do it for anybody because he's done it for me. 32, it says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell that ye have and give elms. Provide yourself bags which wax not old, a treasure in heaven that felleth not, where no thief approacheth, neither moth corrupteth. For where there your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Put you some treasures in heaven. Man, we'll work so hard for a job. We'll work so hard for, for other people. But, but, but those treasures in heaven are what really matter. That's what really matters. When you get to heaven and then you lay those crowns at Jesus' feet, Amen. hey, that's, that's what's really going to matter for eternity. I know it's hard because we get caught up on what's today and what we have. And I get it. I know. But we got to stay focused on what's above. Amen. we got to stay focused on God. In 35, it says, Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Let that light shine. No matter how you got to shine it, let it shine. Keep it on. Keep the lights on for them. Keep it on for them. Every one of y'all, y'all kids, y'all keep it on for them. Hey, just be, the be just be the best student in your class. Be the best kid on the playground. I don't know what you got to do, but do it. Let your light shine. I'm telling you, be blessed for it. And ye yourselves like unto men that wait for the Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. It says, Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch and come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants. And this know that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and have not suffered his house to be broken through. <coughs> be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh in the hour when he think not. Right. Don't worry, he hasn't, he, he's coming back. But will he find us faithful? Will he find you sitting in that pew right there, Davin? Will he find you being about your father's business? Will he find you preaching the word? Will he find us taking our families to church? Will he find us raising our kids in the house of God? Will he find us raising our children right, teaching them right from wrong? His ways, not our ways. Will, we, will he find that? Will he? He's uh, got to be faithful. It says over here, in verse 41, it says, Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us and even to all? And the Lord said, who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them portion of meat in due season? Blessed is the servant whom his Lord, whom his Lord when he cometh shall find so doing. Of, of, the, of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. But and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming and shall begin to beat the maidservant men's servants and the maidens and to eat and drink and to be drunken, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him 
and at that an hour, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed, much of him they will ask the more. Hey, well, God's, God's given us that grace and that mercy. God's, God's separated us for a reason. He's poured it on us. He's expecting something from us. You'll be held to a higher accountability Amen. because of what you know. Hey, for, for, for a man that doesn't know, he ain't going to be held that, that high of accountability, but we will because we know right from wrong. We know it is important. It is important to be faithful to church. It is important to be for people to see you being faithful to God. We owe it to God to live for him. <clears throat> you were bought with a price. You're not your own anymore. You're God's. And we're to go out and to tell others about him and to live. let your light shine. Any way you can let that light shine, let that light shine. Is he going to find you faithful when you come back? Is he going to find you being about his father's business when he comes back? I, I, want, I pray God, I see the end of a Christian life. I pray, I pray God keeps me, man. He gives me, gives, keeps me bold. He keeps me, keeps me preaching his word. I pray he helps me to do his will. Not my will, but his will. Right. If I get out of his, my, my way, if I let this flesh get out of there, then I'll do his will even better. I hate I'm not perfect. I've got to ask forgiveness just like you every day. I, I, I fail him all the time. And I worry about things that I shouldn't worry about. And I think on things that I shouldn't think about. Hey, we're, we're, that's that flesh will get in your way. But I know, I know I want to be faithful. I want to be found faithful when, when he comes back. And I know I want to be here when he comes back. Right. Doing his business, raising my children. Maybe when I have grandchildren one day, having them in the house of God. I know those are the blessings I want. Those are the things that really are going to matter in the end. That's, that's what I want. <clears throat>